At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family... Look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. We are back. Hour number two of the Lombardi line on a Monday alongside Michael Lombardi. I'm Ben Wilson here from the South Point Sportsbook Studio in Las Vegas. As always, we're presented by BetMGM. Thanks to our producer behind the glass, Matt Santos. Whole crew as well as Foster, our technical director. Got Matt Hicks. Kev on audio as well, as always, uh, keeping us from at least trying to look our best here on the air. We, need, we always need some help, Michael, behind the scenes. We're, we're doing our best. Harry Gagnon joins us right now. Great to have Harry back on the show. You hear him on the Against All Odds podcast there with Cousin Sal, rest of the degenerate trifecta, uh, as he is also a handicap performer, Vegas Sportsbook Supervisor. Uh, Harry, I wonder, what, what the hell do you guys even talk about this time of year on Against, on against <laughs> All Odds? Because I know you guys go way, way deep when you talk about degenerate trifectas. What, what have been the latest topics on your podcast the last couple of weeks? Guys, listen, hey, thanks for having me on again as usual. Like, we, we try to stretch golf a little bit. Uh, Sal and I last week had a great interview um, with a great ESPN announcer, Linda Cohn. She went to... Oswego State with me and Sal, so that was one episode, which was fantastic. Awesome. That was great. So if you guys ever want to check that out on uh, ExtraPoints.com, tremendous interview with Linda Cohen. She was great, like I said. And guys, listen, uh, this past week, Sal came, uh, Mike, Michael, Sal came with his uh, with his son, who happened to be my best man at my wedding, April 30th. Came down to Phoenix. We drove two and a half hours north. We went to the Arena Football League playoff between the Tucson Sugar Skulls. And the Northern Arizona Wranglers. No How about way. that? No way. I, I, oh, yeah. that, that's dedication. That's dedication. Wow, that's <laughs> impressive. I don't I'll know. I'll tell you that, what. Sal got the tickets. We got third row, 49 oh, 30. Imagine. The place was hopping. It was great. You're yeah, not who kidding. wouldn't want Cousin Sal in an Arena League game? I mean, that would be <laughs> ideal, right? Who, would, who, who wouldn't want that? We, I mean, if not now, when, oh, Harry? Right, exactly. And the only problem was. All while we're driving up there, Sal's looking all over to find the line. We couldn't believe it or not. We couldn't find the line. We couldn't bet it. You know, you know what's crazy? You, gotta, you, you, uh, you, you gotta mentioned make your that. own line. Yes, you, you seriously do. Well, <laughs> Harry, you're not going to believe this. So I, I do play by play for the for the uh, the Vegas Nighthawks, which are in that same league. And nice. so and they oh, and in awesome, Vegas man. they so they actually have a couple of books. They've been putting up lines all year. So you you would have had to reach. That's I could have helped you out with lines. But what's funny is we'll go to we would go to these games, and I I know exactly what you're talking about. Prescott Valley, Arizona. 
And I would, I would talk yeah. to the coach pregame for Vegas, and he'd ask me, all right, what, what's the line? And I told him, Michael, I don't know if you, if you think this would have actually been a good piece of motivational material, but I was like, coach, why don't you just tell the guys they're like nine-and-a-half-point dogs? Like, tell them nobody believes yeah. in us. Just make it up. Because I think they were a pick <laughs> right. when we went to right. Northern Arizona. Just lie. And he was like, you know what? That's actually a good idea. I don't know if you ever did it. Now they <laughs> lost the game. They didn't cover. So I, maybe my, my advice was, was off or not. But anyway, I, 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 I know exactly where you were. Prescott Valley, Arizona. That's amazing. Yep. Tremendous, guys. That's great. That's awesome. Wow. At That's AAO great. Harry, by the way, is where you can find uh, Harry Gagden. We don't want to do a whole 10-minute segment, Michael, on uh, indoor football league playoff action as much as that especially would. Especially one you can't bet on. I mean, like, especially one you can't bet on. Especially that is also a, a secondary a good point. What you can bet on is, of course, the NFL. Uh, we, we've been talking AFC North, Harry, most of the show. Where do you stand right now on, on the North in general? Uh, we, we've kind of broken down here three of the four teams. We're going to talk Steelers more in depth this hour as well on the show. Um, who would you make the favorite right now if uh, if you were putting your handicapping hat on for the uh, divisional odds there of the four in the AFC North? Well, the North right now, Baltimore sitting, I see it like plus 170, and then Cincinnati plus 185 for the division. Uh, you know, a lot of people might think hangover effect for Cincinnati. Uh, I don't see it, though. I, I mix in 1,500 yards combined, Chase almost 1,500 yards combined. He got that 87 guys, 87 rating, wide receiver rating on Madden last week, and I know you know he doesn't like that. But sometimes this stuff, I think, concerns guys in the NFL nowadays more than anything else. It's just Madden rating. I think he's going to be unbelievable. And they still have Higgins and Boyd. They, they combined for almost 2,000 yards last year. And on defense, Trey Henderson, a couple of years ago, pick up 14 sacks last year. And Logan Wilson led the NFL in tackles. Him and uh, Vaughn Bell, their safety, 200 tackles combined. I love the Cincinnati team. I think they win the division. Their over-under is nine and a half. Uh, I think they get to maybe 11. Uh, but I do like Baltimore, too. Eight, eight, nine guys last year, and that was with Lamar Jackson out a lot of the second half and had a complete disarray in the running back position when J.K. Dobbins went down in the preseason and, and uh, didn't play it down. But Mark Andrews is a solid tight end, uh, probably second best in the, in, uh, in the NFL behind Kelsey. Marlon Humphrey, a top three corner. And I think, guys... I like Baltimore to get over 10 and a half too, just, uh, but I still like Cincinnati for the division, but I do like Baltimore to very possibly win uh, the division as well because and at least go over 10 and a half because the second half of the season, guys, from week 11 on, they get Carolina, Jacksonville, Pittsburgh twice, uh, Atlanta, and Cleveland. Uh, better take advantage of that and stay healthy because also, like I said, I don't like Cleveland as much either. I think guys at 28 to 1 and 260 to win the um, – the uh, central or the north, I'm sorry, is uh, ludicrous. I, you don't know the Deshaun Watson situation. Brissett, uh, Rosen definitely doesn't thrill the Cleveland fans, uh, and I just don't. I think Cleveland should be more than what they are. And Pittsburgh, I think, is a nightmare, especially a quarterback. You know, Baltimore's an interesting schedule. I, I really, I, you rarely see this, right? Baltimore plays the AFC East out of the gate. They open up against the Jets yep. in New York. They home against Miami, go to New England, home against Buffalo. And then, you know, it's the AFC South and, you know, and, and, and some of the other, you know, they got the, they got the NFC South and they play, you know, they play Denver and they play New Orleans, which really isn't very hard. And they play, they play the Giants. I mean, it's pretty, it's, it's a pretty easy road to home. Yeah, that's a, yeah, you make a great point there. I, I mean, yeah, they, they throw in the – you get the one extra game there, and it happens to be against the Giants, so that should be a W, too. And I was mentioning, I mean, I, I really think it's going to be a battle, but I still like Cincinnati a little bit more over Baltimore this season. But Pittsburgh, I know you guys uh, said you were going to mention them, too. Just, again, I mean, seven and a half is their over-under. I'm on the under here. Uh, you're going to battle out Trubisky, Rudolph, and then Pickett, who they picked in the first round. I, I mean – uh, they're sitting at seventy to one for the Super Bowl. I just don't think overall the defense is okay, led by Watt, but their their offense awful. Even though Najee Harris guys had a very productive season last year, Pittsburgh still was just twenty ninth running the ball, thirty second two years ago running the ball, and that's because the quarterback position has been pretty much inept for the past couple of years too. Very difficult here situation for Pittsburgh to do anything. I think this year out of the North, yeah, fourth toughest you know, the uh, strength of schedule as well. 
Yeah. Uh, the only thing, I, I, Harry, I, I don't disagree with what you said on paper. And I think one of the things that Pittsburgh has really done a poor job of is their offensive line is not very good. Now, they signed James Daniel, you know, to bring him back from Chicago. They brought Mason Cole in from Minnesota. So they've tried to add yeah. some depth to it. But, you know, the, the left tackle situation and the right tackle situation, I think, is certainly concerning. But, you know, look, Mike Tomlin has just a way. I mean, the fact that he was able to go to the playoffs, I know – Brendan, Brendan Staley had a lot to do with his enrollment into the playoffs. But the reality here is, like, like I, I never want to go against him because he always seems to find a way to win. Mm. I mean, the one year, even when, when Roethlisberger was hurt and they're playing Mason Rudolph, they led the league in turnovers and they never played from in front the whole season. Yeah. They still managed seven wins, right? Yeah. I mean, it just he doesn't yeah. have losing yeah. years. That's the thing that yeah. worries you. Truly, truly amazing with what the infrastructure yeah. has, uh, has has been able to do there in, in Pittsburgh. As for, and we've talked about, too, Harry, you look at maybe some of these all-to-win totals as well. Like, if you're really believing either for or against one of these teams, that can be another angle to look at. I, I think, as Michael points out, you know, do you really expect Pittsburgh yeah. to you know have a super low floor? Maybe you just take the Ross 7.5, you play that evenly juiced at minus 110, and, and just take an under there as, as, instead of maybe do, going in alt-low, which is right now 6.5 under, uh, plus 140. Is there another alt-win total maybe, like a team you're really, really high on that, again, we don't have any numbers on the Browns because of the Deshaun situation, but between Ravens, Bengals, that you would take an alt look on and try to get a nice big plus money price? Yeah, I definitely would try to get one there with Cincinnati, uh, considering, like I mentioned, their offense is going to be dynamite, absolutely dynamite. You mix them, again, like I said, 1,500 yards last year. And if you include Chase, uh, Chase Higgins and Boyd receiving last year, 3,500 yards. They just got a, fan, a fantastic offense. And I, once there is a number out, I'd like to even consider, guys, once there's a number going low, going a special adjusted number on Cleveland under, because Chubb and Hunt are great, are a great one-two combo. But, yeah, I don't know how much that's going to work this season, especially, you know, offensively, like I mentioned, the quarterback situation. We don't know how many games Watson's going to be suspended for. Brissett and Rosen just doesn't do it for you. And no Jarvis Lander anymore. Rashard Higgins is gone down Carolina. Austin Hooper is in Tennessee, a guy who they two years ago was the highest paid tight end that they paid, Cleveland paid, highest paid tight end in the league, and he didn't materialize, and they didn't use him enough. And how much after, you know, if the, if the season starts bad, Cleveland's one and four, uh, how much is Amari Cooper uh, going to show his frustrations uh, on the field as well? So I just don't like this Cleveland team overall, and I think mm-hmm. that number, once it goes bad for Cleveland, it's going to go real bad. It'll be interesting. You know, and Amari Cooper, which we know, he doesn't like cold weather. I mean, one of the, if you talk mm-hmm. to anybody who was with him in Dallas, he hates cold weather. He don't like playing in it. You know, and the last time I checked is – Cleveland gets cold. I just, you know, I, I live there. It, you know, Thanksgiving, you might get snow on, you might get snow when you take your kids out trick-or-treating. Last time we did check, that, oh, is, that is also a thing. That is also a thing, Michael. Uh, it's, it's, for me, the Wisconsinite, Michael, former former Cleveland resident, that, that kind of tends to happen. Uh, Harry Gagnon here again. You can find him at AAO Harry on Twitter, host of the Against All Odds podcast. Uh, Harry, as we, as we get ready to let you go here, Bengals, I'm seeing six-and-a-half-point favorites week one at home against Pittsburgh. Over-under, how many teasers are you going to have Bengals in down to a half-point <laughs> or one? Like, over-under, seven-and-a-half teasers, uh, you throw the Bengals in week one. Uh, the teaser Boy, I know, you know, but I- – Oh, I'll tell you, you know, Cincinnati, Cincinnati handled them very easily both times last season. But I'll tell you, and Cousin Sal might say this too, Mike, uh, guys, um, week one of the NFL season, for me, I back off. I really, I don't have to go bet crazy. I, I just think that it's very interesting to see how week one plays out because I think it's the hardest week to bet. Everyone's so excited and pumped up. They're ready. Hey, it's football, it's football. Well, what do we really know until the games are actually played? And this is something where I just I back off a little bit. So those six and a half, seven point spreads, Ben, I don't know, because you tease it down, someone's yeah. gonna someone's gonna bite you in week one. Look at Harry talk, talking with some like like he knows what he's doing, like he's been through the wars Love probably. Exactly. Right well. oh. did, did I sound like that, I hope? Thanks guys. Oh, uh, you did great, Harry. Thanks, Thank Harry. you. Appreciate you. Absolutely. Harry Gag joining us. Oh, yes. Always a great pleasure. Even with indoor football talk, you never know what you're going to get out of Harry Gagnon. We'll come back, break down the Pittsburgh Steelers as we roll on hour number two of the Lombardi line. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Eason College Football Guide is out now, and the Pro Football Guide is coming soon. There is no better way to prepare for the college and pro football seasons. Our experts provide profiles of every team with advanced stats and power ratings, plus best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and player awards. Reserve your copy of the Football Betting Guides today and get access to everything we offer for the entire football season with the VEASAN All Access subscription. Make this football season your best ever. Subscribe now at VEASAN.com slash subscribe welcome back in it's the lombardi line presented by BetMGM. i'm ben wilson in las vegas joined by michael lombardi i noticed this today michael could you believe this 25 yeah. years ago today brett Favre signed a seven-year extension with the packers he had an ad- average annual cap value of nine and a half million which made him the nfl's highest paid player at the time nine and a half million a year 25 years ago today Hard to believe. But how, we, how always, have we always look back at that, but we have to understand, like, you know, when I first got in the league, the TV deal, I think, per team was $16 million per club. You know, that's, right. what, the, that's what television, you know, so it's all tied to that. I mean, the one thing about the deal today is the players get the money. I mean, whether it's, I think it's 51-49 split, the players are making out really well here now as as opposed to in the past when when they used to have to have off-season jobs and sell insurance before training camp. Yep, uh, it's amazing how, how yes, how the, the world has turned into 25, especially just not the world, but the NFL in general in, uh, in 25 exact years. Now we fast forward to today where Tyreek Hill was apparently on, on ESPN this morning, said to attack of a low, most accurate quarterback in the NFL. I saw apparently Tyreek Hill also dropping that bomb at one point. The, I mean, was geez. that in his contract? Do you think is it his contract <laughs> is promote to a? Do you, do you think they said, hey, look, you know, we're going to give you X, but we're going to give you X plus if you really say a lot of nice things about Tua. You know, I mean, look, he's, the, you know, the one cl- we haven't seen a clip since he fair caught that deep ball and that poor kid got fired for putting it up there. I don't know. Amazing. It's going to be interesting to see. Look, Miami's a team that, that, that has a lot of things going for it, right? They, they've got a good defense. They, whether they can cover without Byron, you know, without another corner, I think they are susceptible to that. I mean, you don't throw mm-hmm. at Xavier Howard. You got to throw at Byron Jones, who's to me overpaid and hasn't really delivered. But they can rush. They got a good scheme. And, you know, their offensive line to me is a challenge, whether they can hold up. And the quarterback's a challenge. I mean, there are two things that I think are, are, are going to be challenging. And if they answer those positively, then, you know, they've got a chance. 
Tyreek Hill doing his best to meet the uh, the two a quota, I guess is the best way we can uh, we can phrase it there with his his appearance on ESPN. Maybe yeah, it's like Tyreek. Maybe hold off on the f bombs when you're on live TV, but you know at least whatever the management they'll they'll be a fan of you just continuing to pump up Tua. Uh, AFC East that is a division still to come for us on our uh, preseason breakdowns here, Michael. But as we go back into the AFC North, final team for us to really do the deep dive look at is Pittsburgh. I, I want to start with what we saw last off season from the, really from the ownership room and Art Rooney who comes out and says we want to turn back the clock to 19. 1970s Pittsburgh Steelers football. A bit of an ironic statement considering they had just hired Matt Canada as a new offensive coordinator. Very much a new wave uh, with use, a new wave type of offensive mind using pre-snap motion, a lot of play action as well. So if you're looking at things now that the Ben Roethlisberger era is over, Michael, how are you managing things if, uh, if, if you're looking at where Pittsburgh is at from an organization where there's clearly some, uh, some, uh, some changes there and there's definitely a gap between what the ownership group wants and what the guys you've hired there to run the offense are certainly looking to do. Well, I think that's the disconnect, right, Ben? So I think when they when they hired Matt Canada to come in and run Matt Canada's offense, which features a lot of tight end under routes that you know he did when he was at Pitt, and he loves that play. But uh, Ben wasn't going to get you know Matt Canada wants the quarterback somewhat under center. You know he wants him under center at times, and Ben was having none of that. Like Ben wanted nothing to do with being under center. Ben wanted to be in shotgun. Get this ball to me as quickly as you can and let me get it out of my hand as quickly as I can so they can all advertise that I get rid of the ball as quickest on next-gen stats on <laughs> yeah. television. They can't wait to do that, right? But, you know, the receivers aren't even ready to catch the ball, but who gives a darn? I'm going to throw it to them anyway. You know, so I think what you're going to see is a – a going a back. They're going to be in more under center. You'll see more play action, which which Trubisky needs badly, right? Trubisky is not a very good quarterback when he has to hit his fifth step and read the coverage. If the practice goes off the way that goes in the game, if Trubisky can simulate it in the game the way it was at practice, he can be effective. He's got athleticism. He can run. You know, he's not the most accurate quarterback at times. But when it get when the game speeds up and he's got to decide is this cover seven or is this quarters is this eight I, I'm uh, no, I don't know what to do with the ball right. you know that's and what takes that away is play action because what play action does is it separates the defense it it draws the second level in and it pushes the third level back so there's this huge void in between the field and that the quarter and a guy like Trubisky can see. You think, and then he makes the throw. Yeah, Zid, do you think, I mean, for having a year like he had, where you get out of the spotlight of Chicago, you go to Buffalo, you get to work with Brian Dable, who has, who has done so many good things with Josh Allen, and at least, you know, in his time before leaving uh, Buffalo from last season. What do you think that impact will actually have on Trubisky going forward? Is it is it enough of just a confidence boost? Is that enough for him to actually be uh, effective now that you do go to a new team and a new system here in Pittsburgh? Well, I think what Matt Canada has to do is understand who Mitchell Trubisky is and define the offense around him. You know, that's really the essence of it. I mean, you know, there was a time where Brian Dayball couldn't, you know, he was a coordinator in Miami. He was a coordinator in Cleveland. You know, he was a coordinator in Kansas City and, and never really had any good quarterbacks and, you know, was having a hard time getting a coordinator's job. I mean, he came to New England as the tight end coach for two years. But once he got with Josh Allen, all of a sudden now he became a quarterback guru. And Brian's always been a good coach. It's just who you're coaching, yeah. right? That's what makes you the guru. You know, when you got Josh Allen running the single wing, you become a better coach. When you got someone else running it, you're not so good. So, you know, Trubisky for Canada, Trubisky's going to have to – Canada's going to have to understand Trubisky and understand his weaknesses, his deficiencies, and where he really wants to throw the football. And they're going to rely on Najee Harris, who, you know, he didn't average a lot per carry. I think he was a 3-9, but he gained over 1,000 yards. I mean, they're going to run the ball. And this offensive line's got to take a giant step forward. They've got to play better up front. Whether they can or not, I don't know, but they're going to have to. That's going to be the key. Defensively, what I think it's overlooked is they've got a blue-chip player in the secondary in Fitzpatrick. They've got a blue-chip player at linebacker, and in, in, in whether you call him a linebacker or on-the-ball guy, and in, in T.J. Watt, and Cam Hayward's a player. So they got three really good players. Mm -hmm. and, and Miles Jack comes in, who's a really good player. If he's healthy, he could be a good player. So can Alex Highsmith. So they've got some really good players on their defense, and they're the team that signed Larry Okajobi, right? After the injury, he's on their team now. So they've got a chance to, you know, to be a decent team defensively. I think they're, you know, they're being overlooked a little bit because on paper, offensively, they don't look good. But this Tomlin guy can coach. 
I think we've seen that a time or two, uh, maybe 16 times uh, over the years there with, with how many years he has been able to yeah, to be so consistent in Pittsburgh. I would think, too, Michael, a lot of people look at the Stefan Tuitt retirement and they say, well, all right, you've got some of these blue chip guys like you mentioned, but the depth just isn't there behind it. And now that like, you lose another key piece like a Tuitt to retirement. But realistically, though, what what is the depth like uh, defensively there for Pittsburgh? Since it certainly seems like you're, you're higher on them as a overall unit than maybe other people are. Well, I mean, look, last year when you watch them play, I mean, they, 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 they're always in a deficiency. I mean, because their offense was so bad, you know, and the fact that they can rush the passer, you know, the fact that they can, you know, make some play. Now, the secondary didn't play very good at all last year. They've got to improve. But, you know, when you break this team down, what they were able to do is they could play situational football. And, you know, they, they're able to put pressure. Last year they struggled, which is uncharacteristic of a Mike Tomlin team. They were the worst team in the National Football League defensively in yards per attempt against them rushing. They couldn't stop a running game. They gave up more yards rushing than any team, which makes their passing numbers look a lot better, right? Because mm -hmm. that's what usually happens. If I can run the ball against you, I don't throw it as much. So they, they, you can run the ball, and, and I think that's where they have to get better. They've got to get better in those areas. And I, and I think if they do, if they can stop the run, if they can play from in front and let T.J. Watt run, because we know this. Third down defense last year. They were the seventh best team in the league. That's good. They were the fifth best team in the red zone. That's why they won nine games. Again, those two numbers I just gave you, that's a reflection of coaching. Yep. That's situational football. That's where they're so good. And I think that they'll be just as good. Now, look, they gave up a lot of points to Kansas City. They gave up, what, 78 points to Kansas City in the two games? I mean, they have a hard time stopping that when they go against good quarterbacks. But situationally, they're pretty good. Seven and a half, the win total for them. You look at Pittsburgh and the schedule is what you, you, you kind of identify as a part that did not do them any favors. Fourth toughest schedule this year. You go at Cincy, New England at home, at Cleveland. Of course, you're expecting no Deshaun Watson there. Uh, and look, Jets at Bills, Tampa at home, at Miami, at Philadelphia there before the bye Michael. So it's, it's going to be a challenge right out of the gates, your first eight games for them. No, it's not. But look, you know, the, the one thing about Tomlin is he's never going to step ahead of himself and his team will be ready to play. And I think Brian Flores will help them defensively as well. It's a great friend as well. We kind of forget about Flores. He's, he's in the mix as well there uh, for, for Pittsburgh now coming over after his stint ends uh, mid-season mid last year with Miami. Pittsburgh Steelers, kind of how we discussed last year. Like they have the longest odds to win the division. I think last year they had the third longest odds ahead of only Cincinnati, but not a team that we would be saying, yeah, go, out, go ahead and just lay $4 on them to miss the playoffs. Not not as going not no. as easy as or as simple or as I mean Harry's got more confidence than I do, Ben. I don't have that confidence. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go with Tomlin. I'm going to go with a track record. I hey, there's no no reason for me to uh, to rebut anything anything you go with when you talk about track records and Mike Tomlin in particular. Pittsburgh Steelers, very interesting team there. Maybe at the bottom of the AFC North. We'll see. We'll, we'll wrap up the show when we go through our full thoughts on how the AFC North will break down. But up next, we do go out to Josh Applebaum. He's got his Daily Market Insights podcast that drops soon. We'll get Josh's insights on today's MLB card and some other topics, maybe the NFL as well. That's next on the Lombardi Line. Welcome back into the Lombardi line presented by BetMGM. Been an absolute blast so far on this Monday edition of the show with Michael Lombardi. I'm Ben Wilson. We have Josh Applebaum ready to go with his Daily Market Insights podcast. You see Josh every day as well here on the network, betting across America, 3 to 4 Eastern. Josh, welcome in. Let's continue the AFC North discussion here, my friend, because I know you've got some, some win totals you're, you're looking at as well. We've, we've gone through our deep dives, all four teams. Uh, where, which teams do you find yourselves higher or lower on than the rest of the market right now as we sit on uh, July 25th there in the AFC North? Yeah, Ben, Michael, it's great to be with you. And again, I think this, you know, your perception of the NF, the, of the AFC North really dependent upon waiting for the shoe to drop with the Sean Watson. So we all know there's going to be a suspension. We don't know how long it's going to be. You've heard possibly a year. You've heard maybe eight games. But either way, that win total for uh, the Browns, it's really not up. We can't find it anywhere. There are some futures, you know, division odds, basically. But I think what a lot of people are doing, and again, can't blame anyone, waiting and waiting and waiting, twiddling your thumbs, waiting for this Watson news to come out. But I think you should be a little more proactive. There are two teams that I would target in that division, both the Ravens and the Bengals, to their overs, thinking that depending on how long Watson 
Watson is out. Maybe it's eight games. Maybe it's a year. But either way, those are the teams that are going to benefit the most from Watson not taking snaps. If it's going to be Jacoby Brissett or maybe there is a trade to be made for Jimmy G. But either way, no Watson is a benefit to his divisional opponents. So let's start here with the uh, the AFC North in terms of the Ravens, guys. This is a team that, you know, for years and years, there's been a great culture built by Jim Harbaugh, 137 and 88 in his 14 years as coach, a 609 win percentage. He's won 10 or more games in eight of his 14 years and three of his last four years. But last year, you're kind of, you know, again, decimated by injuries. You only went eight and nine. Your win total is nine and a half this year, really juiced up over minus 150. And also there's kind of this, you know, thing where, you know, the Bengals are the shiny new object. They're the big flashy team. But I think people might be sleeping on the Ravens again, especially with Jackson, you know, only playing 12 games last year. We look at this team eight and nine. So many injuries. Maybe you're looking for some positive regression as well. Over nine and a half minus 150 to make the playoffs minus 150. The yes there. They are the favorites to win the division plus 160 at DraftKings. Uh, aside from, you know, Harbaugh, another thing to keep an eye out for, guys, we got preseason games coming up before we know it. Harbaugh is your number one preseason coach in the NFL. Again, this is a guy that uh, takes these preseason games seriously. He's 36 and 15 against the spread, 71%, covering pretty much seven out of 10 preseason games. He's 25 to one to win coach of the year. And also, you know, getting healthier, not just uh, Jackson, but Dobbins, Peters in the secondary. They also have the 10th easiest schedule based on their opponents from last year. Just 136 and 151 they're playing a 474 win percentage in Jackson again I think your perception obviously hinges on him you know we saw last year when Huntley took over they covered a lot of numbers they're a really good contrarian bet as a dog late in the year but they really couldn't get it done and win those games if Jackson's healthy does that now flip you look at his uh, totals this year as props uh, 3550 and a half passing yards 24 and a half TDs six and a half rushing TDs. So maybe you're banking on a Jackson bounce back, the culture of the Ravens, getting them back to their winning ways. But overall guys, what's the market telling us you go eight, and nine last year, nine and five, nine and uh, 9.5 win total nine and a half this year, but over minus minus one fifty. Give me the Ravens to win 10 games again, guys. Year to first Josh Applebaum. He's high on the Ravens. I should have, should have known Michael should have, should have reminded you. We knew Josh would have a uh, preseason angles on one, uh, on one John Harbaugh and oh, yeah. Baltimore, Baltimore. Uh, Ravens. You know, it's good. <laughs> yeah. But you know, it, it's interesting. I mean, you know, some guys they they, they obviously take it into account. John's got to be careful though, you know, uh, because of the injuries that occurred last year. And right. he's got to be cautious about how much does he use the pre three preseason games to really. Now, I know he's going to play to win, but playing to win is different than playing your veterans, right? You know, he is he going to play Ronnie Stanley a lot in the preseason? Is he, is he going to or is he going to try to get Jawan James or somebody else some reps? So the kid they drafted out of Minnesota, is he going to play Morgan Moses in the pre? You know, what's he going to do? Because he's got some older guys on his team, Calais Campbell. You know, and if he loses those guys, like what we saw last year, it becomes a problem. And so that's the delicate balance. And I wrote mm -hmm. about this for VEASAN uh, this week, last week, is, you know, how do you handle that? How do you get your team ready without really having to play the preseason? And that's a that's an amazing thing to think about, too, just because everything, Josh, you say is, is totally accurate. Guy's been a cash cow bet if you actually bet preseason games. But this is he's never had this many injuries coming off of a season like he's going into 2022. So uh, I will be very curious to see what the lines end up uh, looking like when we get to some of these Baltimore preseason games. Uh, how about their big rival, though, Josh Pittsburgh, who Michael and I, we just did the deep dive on the Steelers last segment uh, where we're, we're sitting right now at about seven and a half, pretty even juice there on the win total. So uh, where do you look at on a team like Pittsburgh? Again, you talk about really good infrastructure now there is a changing of the guard though at the quarterback position and it leads to an interesting discussion to be had on Pittsburgh this year so I'm kind of leaning a little bit and I think you have different perceptions of this team but I'm leaning a little bit on maybe buying low on their over because we did see some shops most of them open seven and a half guys but I just dialed up DraftKings and they're seven they're at seven uh, juiced up over minus 120 so I think a lot of times when you're looking at these win totals uh, you know they can move throughout the summer we all know this again you can go up a half game down a half game some teams like the Eagles open as low as eight and a half and now they're up to nine and a half but I think when you see these moves you got to take a step back and say hey am I getting the worst of it did I miss the good move like it's good to know that they moved up or down but if you miss that good number you're you know quote unquote chasing the steam or maybe it lands on uh, the, that number early where the early betters cash and you're late and you miss that so that's something to keep in mind but I think one thing when it comes to Pittsburgh that I'm banking on if you look at their schedule, guys, and it's kind of interesting, my angle would be buying low on the seven because it fell from seven and a half down to seven. But also, uh, they have the least amount of travel miles of any NFL team. I believe they play in the same time zone the entire year. 
So again, in terms of your opponents, you got some tough ones we see on the board here. And obviously, you know, the Bucks, the Bills, you know, the Eagles, the Colts, playing the Bengals, obviously, twice within your division as well. But the fact that you have a bye right in the middle of the season, you don't really travel at all outside the Eastern time zone. To me, that's something that is a built-in benefit. Also, you know, MVP Mitch, I won't make Michael's head explode here, but do you, are you buying low on him? Does he bounce back in? Is he kind of back to that early Chicago days? Uh, do we see Kenny Pickett? You know, I, I would probably want to wait and, and kind of like get let him, you know, get acclimated to the NFL, like kind of with Mahomes. You don't want to throw his feet in the fire too early. But to me, I lean on the fact that they have that super easy schedule in terms of really no travel, fewest miles. You know, the opposite would be Seattle, who leads, you know, the, the league there in, in travel miles. I'm thinking of maybe buying low on that over seven guys. It's not my favorite win total, but I think this team, you know, can you go seven and 10 push? Can you win eight games and win? I think that's doable. It's funny. We didn't even, well, we mean, didn't I, even bring up Kenny Pickett, Michael. We just talked about Pittsburgh. Yeah. I mean, well, it's, I think it's doable based on past history. I, I don't think they're as bad defensively as people make them out. I know their numbers weren't great, but they are, they have improved. I think ultimately not having been there will allow them to at least try to get under center and run an offense, which will help their offensive line tremendously. So, and look, Tomlin's never had a bad season. I don't think he's about to start. Seven and a half, Josh. If you find sevens as well, uh, they're juiced over. That's where Josh Applebaum is leading here on the uh, AFC North. Josh underscore insights, by the way, where you find Josh on Twitter. Uh, you have the Market Insights podcast here for today. Josh, a uh, scale of one to ten, how much uh, How much are, are the people panicking there in Boston after the Sox were absolutely bludgeoned over the weekend? It was what, 40 to 10 they got outscored by the Blue Jays? I don't know. Is the panic set in yet there at uh, Fenway? It's fully set in, guys. It's getting bad here. They won't offer Devers a contract. When they do, they lowball him, almost what they did to John Lester years ago. Bogarts could leave in free agency. You know, you got these players barking. They're up. They're mad at management. You know, for not giving these guys contracts. Chris Sale gets hurt. Red Sox have been getting really just blown apart here in recent days. I'm thinking about betting against them today, guys. They're at home against Cleveland. Red Sox open like a minus 115, very very short favorite. You know, if they're running well, they should be minus 150 or more in this kind of game. But despite the public, the public is saying, Sox, I know you're struggling, but you're at home, it's Fenway. You still got some, you know, good star players that we recognize. But it's down to a pick em, guys. Despite around two-thirds of bets on Boston, we're down to minus 105 both sides. So uh, Red Sox, 1-9 in their last 10, 3-13 their last 16. Pavetta in the month of July has got an ERA almost 13 and a half here. I'll take the Guardians in kind of a pick em type number. And also, Ben, you got to dial up your – text your buddy Pete Rose because something's up with the Cincinnati Reds today. Uh, we all know they're god-awful. They have a worse record by far than Miami. But even though Miami is getting about two out of three bets today, this is uh, Rodgers against Lodolo. Cincinnati Reds open minus 110-ish. They're up to, like, minus 130. That is an ultimate fade the trendy dog. So go text Pete Rose, Ben. I'm, I'm going with the Reds. It's fishy. Give me Cincinnati today. Hey, my, Michael, I can tell you this, too. It's, I don't need to text Pete Rose to tell you that uh, Trevor Rogers is on the mound for Miami, who has the RA over six. He's pitching in a ballpark that is kind of susceptible to giving up home runs. I think that's your reason there, Josh. I don't think, I don't think Pete, I think Pete would probably say the exact same thing. Uh, by the way, Pete Rose in Cooperstown, New York this weekend, he's been signing autographs there. So anyway, that, that's your, uh, your Pete Rose update. Uh, so Rogers uh, for the Marlins Lodolo there for the Reds. I'm seeing, yeah, seeing now up to minus 135. It's a bet MGM there on the Reds. Any other uh, plays you're looking at the, there, Josh, tonight here on the Monday slate? Yeah, so what I'm looking at, guys, too, you know, it's a little bit more of a juice price here, but the Atlanta Braves, they've been getting hit pretty much nonstop since this line dropped. The Braves are on the road uh, facing Philadelphia. They open like minus 150. They're up to minus 175. We've seen these road favorites around 61%. And also these teams, if you made the playoffs last year, you're favored in this game today. You're uh, playing a team that missed the playoffs last year. Really good system match there, 166 and 88, 65%. Max Freed, I think your, your play here is your trust in Max Freed. 10 and 3, 2.64 ERA. In his last 11 starts, the Braves are 10 and 1 in those starts. The kid pitch is great. The young southpaw, he gets a lot of run support. Atlanta, 24 and 10 against lefties facing Ranger Suarez. Give me the Atlanta Braves here. And guys, give me all your good vibes because this is a huge week for legalized betting in Massachusetts. We have seven days left to get this thing passed. I'm on pins and needles over here. We'll see what happens, but we're, we're entering the ninth inning here to get this thing done. All right, there we go, Josh. Well, good good vibes uh, sent your way, Josh Applebaum. Thanks, Josh. As always, we'll see you here coming up 3 to 4 Eastern there on uh, Betting Across America. Josh underscore insights where you find Josh uh, on Twitter. Great stuff as always. Josh, thank you for the time as always. And we're going to come back. Final thoughts for Michael and, and myself here on the AFC North as we wrap things up. Lombardi Line final segment comes up next here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets and risk-free tokens. Planning a trip to Vegas, you can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM Resorts properties located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM Rewards is sports betting's premier loyalty program featuring exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks when you wager on the BetMGM app. Sign up with BetMGM or log on today to get an even bigger piece of the action with BetMGM Rewards. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. As we're back for the final time, it's the Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. Big thanks to all of our guests today. Thomas Gable from the Brigada, Harry Gagnon from the Against All Odds podcast, and Josh Applebaum with his Market Insights podcast for joining us here on the Monday show. Uh, back with Michael Lombardi for the final time. I'm Ben Wilson. Thanks as well to uh, Matt Santos, our producer behind the glass. Just a couple rapid-fire news and notes we've, we've seen pop up today, Michael, as the week gets off, uh, off underway and we have training camp opening for a bunch of teams here. So I don't know if you saw over the uh, the weekend, Sean McDermott announces that Roger Saffold, he has a car accident, injures his yeah. ribs, and he, he starts uh, camp now on the non-football injury list. So they just signed Jordan Simmons, uh, just a one-year deal there for the guard. So it, it is at least interesting, something that, you know, three days ago we didn't think the Bills would have really any issues there on the O-line, but now they clearly are going to at least start camp uh, here with trying to bring in some new pieces there in Buffalo. Well, I mean, that's, you know, the one thing about the offensive line in Buffalo, they need to improve. I think they did. Saffold, uh, you know, he's been at the Rams. He's been at Tennessee. You know, he'll get healthy for the first game, you hope to be, so that won't be a problem. And, you know, the key for the key for Buffalo is, is how they continue this way they were running their offense. Ken Dorsey takes over. You know, how much will they continue and involve? Josh Allen in this run game mm-hmm. because he's dangerous. He's really hard to defend when they do that, and it becomes really a, a problem, and I think that, that that's what makes them so explosive offensively. Yes, and you have Simmons as well. They bring in heat. Look, been basically a career-long backup or practice squad guy. He's only been in 25 active games. was with the Raiders last year, but they signed him today. Uh, speaking of offensive lineman signings, now this is a team that needs a whole lot of help on the O-line. The Chicago Bears signed Michael Schofield. Uh, that was just yeah. reported today. So, again, though, it's like if you're the Bears, you got a lot of issues on that, in that position group. I don't know how one, you know, one veteran signing is really going to impact things there. 
Well, I mean, plus, you know, he, you know, how good is Schofield, right? You know, I mean, he's bounced around a little bit, and yeah. he's kind of towards the end of his career. So does he really improve you? He just gives you a veteran guy because they've got so many young players. I mean, I think this is going to be a, one of the teams, and I know this is in the other north, not the one we're talking about, but I have a hard time seeing the Bears winning six games. I really do, based on the lack of where we see their quarterback, the skill, and then defensively. You look at him, uh, played with the Chargers last year. He, yes, comes into an offensive line. I think we were joking about that the other week. Like, who will even start at left tackle to begin for the, the Bears? I think it was, like, Larry Borum, former Missouri Tigers, the projected guy there for Chicago. But that's yeah. probably not a good sign. when you. And I think he's a second-year guy there. It's, it's not gone well for the Bears on the O-line. Yeah, I mean, look, Jenkins, the kid they drafted from Oklahoma State, that's been a struggle. So it's it's going to be hard. I mean, look, all these teams all these teams have hard. And, you know, when you go back to it, you've got to stick with what you know, right? you got to stick with the fact that you got a good coach. I mean, Mason Rudolph played quarterback for the, for the Pittsburgh Steelers the year that, you know, when Ben got hurt and he mm-hmm. played a bunch of games, you know, and, and they were able to at least – be competitive and, and you know they weren't it wasn't like they were the best team in football but for some reason Mike Tomlin's always had an ability to make his team play a lot better than it really is on paper it's amazing how that has worked as we get into our final thoughts here on the AFC North the one other piece of uh, injury or signing news that came out today in various media availability Zach Taylor in Cincinnati saying that and for all the talk we've had Michael today on all the revamped offensive line there for the Bengals uh, Lael Collins dealing with a back issue that has bothered him in the past they put him on the non-football injury list uh, ahead of their started training camp as well so it, it already begins there with the O-line as Collins doesn't sound incredibly uh, serious there but they just called it a back issue and now that remains to be seen back issues in O-lineman Michael never a good combination never good no never good and he's and he's had a hard time staying healthy on the field for them there you know in, in Dallas and that's been a concern so whenever a guy with an offensive line has a back injury and he starts on the non-football related injury so why is that not the physically unable to perform why is it a non-football related injury okay so this is kind of tells us a little bit about the injury so they put him on NFI which means that that injury didn't occur when he was doing a football drill okay that means that if they cut him, they're not obligated to him. And if they put him on the reserve list, they can pay him anything they want from a dollar to his full contract. Wow. Okay, so he okay. didn't come in and flunk the physical. He came in with an injury that was outside of the realm of the team. And that, to me, is significant, especially when it's a back especially when you're dealing with a back injury and you're dealing with an older player. You know, I I mean, I I call him an older player. He's only 29 years old. But when you get up there and you have this back injury that goes on and it's a critical it's a critical position for the Bengals, because last year, you know, they struggled through that 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 right tackle. Mm -hmm. You know, they tried to bring a bunch of different people in and it really never worked. John Williams, to me, is not a great left tackle to begin with. And so they had problems on both sides of the line. They need Collins to come through. And look, the offensive line coach was with Collins down there. You know, the former offensive line. He, so he knows him, and he kind of wanted to bring him in. We'll see if that happens. We'll see if he can stay healthy. The yeah. fact that they NFI'd him tells you a lot. Uh, Frank Pollock, the uh, the offensive line coach there down in uh, Cincinnati, yep. as you mentioned, formerly with Dallas. I wanted to ask you, too, about – so you have a guy like a Jonah Williams who really, really struggled as a, as a rookie and had injury, was at least good enough to be in the rotation last year. But that's a – look, on a rookie deal, they're – certainly, I know in, in their in their room they're high on him, but that's a lot of trust to put in a guy now left tackle, and they're, they're assuming it's just going to work from day one here. Right, and, and then I think what people don't realize is during the playoff games, you know, Burrow took sacks. You know, he wouldn't throw the ball away. Remember, they only had two turnovers at uh, since the, the 49er game where they had four. So they went at the whole most the rest. They were six and two the rest of the year. And, and then they won four playoffs. Then they went to four play. They didn't turn the ball over because he took sacks because this kicker was so accurate. You know, and, and I think when we start talking about all the things that have to go right for Cincinnati, and they certainly have talent, and I think Harry's right. They're a better team, assuming Collins plays mm-hmm. left tackle and Kappa plays right guard, you know, and Karras can play center. Those three players should improve over where they were last year. But can McPherson continue this hot streak? 
I don't see why not, but that was a huge that's a huge factor in why they were so good. Right. And he was able to offset some of the decisions that they made in terms of holding onto the ball instead of trying to force it into coverage. Fifty one sacks taken by Burrow last year. Led all led all quarterbacks. If I was to set the over under, let's just say because he had thirty two as a rookie before, and that was in only ten games before injured. Let's just say I was to set it, Michael, at uh, forty and a half sacks a series takes. Would you go over or under on that? I, I should go under because at some point you're going to have to check the ball down, right? At some point you're just saying, look, we're just going to check this thing down. We're going to get the ball out of his hand, mm-hmm. you know, and we can't let him keep getting hit because once he keeps getting hit, at some point his eye level is going to come down. The amazing thing about the great Joe Burrow, and I say great because he really played great, is the fact that his yards per attempt ranked third in the National Football League, and yet he got sacked more times than anybody on a percentage basis. So he was able to make throws down the field, explosive throws down the field. Now, some of them were yards after the catch because Chase catches a slant against Baltimore. They miss eight tackles. He scores a touchdown. But he was really dynamic in getting the ball down the field, and his yards per attempt did not signify where he typically would be for as often as he got hit. You know, when you're averaging, when you're getting hit as much as he was, and you average 8.9 yards per attempt, that's pretty impressive. And you, I mean, leads the league in that. It's all, how rare is it to see a guy leads the league, take the most sacks of anybody, but he also leads the league in yards per attempt, and Amazing. as well as completion percentage, over 70% last year. It, well, he led the league in percentage. I mean, you know, which, which tells you maybe he's throwing short passes, but he's getting sacked so much. To me, I, I think he, he's only going to get better, too. I think we're underestimating that in the win total here. I agree they're not going to take anybody by surprise. I agree that a lot of things have to go right. They've got to kick. They've got to play well on defense. Their secondary, which was a liability early, has got to play like it did in the playoffs. But I said this during the playoff time. I don't think they would have gotten away with how they played Kansas City in the playoffs the way they would in a regular season. They would have gotten mm-hmm. called for more penalties. So that, that leads me to believe that, the number might be the right number. The number I'm not sure is the right number is on the Steelers. I, I think just ta- history says they'll be better than seven wins. I'd have to think so. At least, you know, it's funny. The Bengals, the whole the general narrative, it's like, well, well, they're the Super Bowl loser, so it's got to be a hangover. I mean, if there's a, if there's a quarterback or at least a guy to lead a, a team you would think would go against that notion, wouldn't it be Joe Burrow with the way we've seen him That's play right. quarterback that, the first two years? That, there's no doubt. And his competitiveness and his willingness to ki- have competitive stamina, right? Like, he's not satisfied with just getting there. And, you know, he, did, he didn't have one progressive commercial like our man Baker had. <laughs> right, yeah. He, look, it's been uh, it, it has been a much more – Dialed in and yeah, laid back offseason for Burrow as he's tried to get to, tries to get Cleveland tries to get Cincinnati there back to back to the postseason. We'll see how it all works out this year. Very very a deep dive breakdown for us today though on the show with the AFC North. Thanks to our guests as well, uh, Michael Lombardi. You're with us tomorrow as well, so can't wait to yep. can't wait for that. Going to be another fun show. Thank you so much, Ben. Thanks, Absolutely. Matt Santos. Thank you, Matt Santos, our producer behind the glass. Thanks to everybody as well uh, involved behind the scenes here at the South Point. I'm Ben Wilson saying so long from the Lombardi line. Up next, it's Odds On with Mike Palm and Malshaw from our Circa Sportsbook Studios here in Las Vegas. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.